Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the season two finale of the Man and Candace podcast. Oh my God, you all, we have come such a long way. Let me just share some stats with you really quick. In total, we have about 850 downloads. Pretty much half of that were in April. So thank you so much for all the listeners across the world. It's not just in Phoenix. It's in LA. It's in fucking Africa. It's in Paris. It's in Belgium. It's in... It's it's in Texas. It's in it's in Washington D.C. It's in Seattle as well. It's in uh, uh, Manhattan. It's in did I say Los Angeles? I'm not sure if I said Los Angeles yet, but I really would like to get there. And guys, we're in fucking Israel. Like I know, I know. Like it's kind of like weird. You know what I mean? It's like I, 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 I but. You know, I, it counts as a, does it count as the Middle East? I don't know. Forgive me. But tonight, we're going to talk about something pretty cheeky. And I have a good insight about is serving the rich. Now, let me just pull up my notes because I had everything all centralized. Like, okay, what am I going to talk about when it comes to rich people? So just a brief overview of how I got a job, quote unquote, serving the rich. So... For those of you who don't know where I live, I live in Arizona, and there's a town called Carefree. So this town, I unbeknownst to me, I'd never been there before. I lived in Arizona my whole life. And so I get this job, and it's at this, it, it's very um, vague, like the description. So I, I sent in my resume, I got a call almost immediately, which was a red flag. And, you know, the lady was very nice, very Southern, and... She called me in for an interview. I drove all the way up there. On the drive there, like, it, first of all, it was like a two-hour drive from where I was. And I was pretty north. I was off, like, the Dunlap and, like, I was in sunny, sunny slopes. So I was pretty north. And driving all the way to Carefree, it was, like, two hours from where I was. And once I was driving there, I quickly noticed, like, oh, okay, like, the, the prices of the houses are going up and, like, the scenery is getting better, like... I would go to the gas station. It would it would still be like a Circle K or like a QT or like a Four Suns or a Shell or whatever. But they had like extra gas stations. I mean, stations to like pump your gas, I guess. <laughs> Does that make sense? At the gas station, they have extra stations to pump your gas? Like, okay. Those, you know, we drive up to that are like, you guys know what I mean. So like they had extra ones of those. And then on the inside, everything was really nice. I mean, they had like kitchens before like the ones in the cities had kitchens and it was just like oh we are like in a whole new area code and like on the way there there was so many saguaro cactuses it was so beautiful and it was like sunrise and it was i could see all the colors of the sun um rise like it's like pink and blue and just like orange and bright yellow and it's like very beautiful and like i had to like maneuver through a few lots that were for sale and like the lots just the lots alone were going for like a million dollars 800k um 2.5 like it just just depends depended on like i guess the view i guess what was one thing i noticed that drove the price in one direction or another was the view of uh i guess carefree and I, and, I, and I know why that town is called Carefree is because they're rich. I mean, let's be honest, you guys. The more money you earn, the less worry you have. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care what anybody says. The more money you have, the less worry you have. That's just a fact. That's just a goddamn fact. Take all your problems and add a million dollars. How do you feel? How, 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 do, you, how do you feel? Shh. How do you feel? Exactly. Exactly. I don't want to fucking hear it tonight. So this job was a serving job and there's levels of serving jobs. So I had experience, you know, at, you know, different type of bistros and like, um, restaurants, which is whatever. I had experience with like high tables. So like a table of 20, like a huge family, like that type of experience. Um, so I got hired right away, basically on the spot, which was the second red flag that I should have paid attention to. <laughs> so 
once I got hired, like, um, I was given the menu of the restaurant. See, I walked in on a time at this place where the restaurant was located, which, by the way, I forgot to mention, it's at a golf club called Desert Mountain. Oh, yeah, I forgot to mention, like, the big part. Yeah, what makes this, like, qualify as, like, serving rich people is that the initiation fee for this golf club is $100,000. So let's say that you got approved. So you have to be interviewed and all this stuff. So they have to see how much money you make. Can you afford the monthly dues, which is like paying for the, the club amenities and like paying for the staff. So it's just like, it's like having a plantation on the desert, basically. Because like the, it's fucked up because it's like a lot of the servers are from Africa. It's so weird. And like all the clubhouses, like the locations, they're named after like certain Native American warriors like Geronimo and like certain tribes like Chippewa and I'm just like oh and like they had they had a clubhouse area called Navajo and I'm half Navajo and it's just like so fucking weird and and I'll get to the racism later because there is so much racism among the like and there's levels to richness I'll get this to this in a little bit because like they're rich to someone like me and to most of the people I know because, you know, like, I don't know, I don't know, like, a couple millionaires, but, like, I just, these people have at least, like, I don't know, like, 20. They don't have a lot. Like, you know, they're not, like, billionaires by no means. They're not billionaires. Like, by no means are they politicians. They are just, like, either their dad gave them their construction company or they are, they started the construction company about to give it to their son. Type deal, type deal, type deal. Um, definitely boomers, a little bit of Generation X, but it seems to be skipping Generation X and going right to older millennials. I don't know, it's weird. So, um, it was called Desert Mountain Club. You can Google it right now. Um, it's funny because the lady who, like, does, does the touring for the potential members, um, her name is, her last name is Forbes. I think that's her married name. I'm saying way too much, sorry. But, like, I just... I thought that was funny because they're like Forbes magazine, whatever. So, yes, $100,000 to get in the club if you're picked. And then that's on top of everything else. And then it's like you have to buy a house there and live there. That's part of the deal. It's like you have to purchase property. And, like, these properties are not cheap, you guys. They're like $5 million, $7 million, $10 million. Um, So... The staff that I got hired with, they were your typical servers, you know, drug addicts, they smoke cigarettes, you know what I mean? We're all speedheads. We're looking for that money. But it's like we all had a we all were like a little extra because, you know, we have to serve pretty hard. Like it's not a regular, regular serving job. It's not something that any person that can bat their eyes and go into an interview can get. It's like you have to have experience, you know, you have to really have you know, can you can you can you run food and take orders? Can you take orders for your other servers? Can you take like ten tables at a time? Can you take fifteen tables at a time? Can you take twenty tables at a time? You know what happens when someone calls out sick? It's like you had to be a top server. You couldn't just be some chump that worked at fucking Fogo de Chow or something. Like this was this was like like if, if this was on Food Network, like Desert Mountain would be like the chopped version of servers. Like it would just, it would just be, it would just be crazy. And like a lot of the staff, not just in the clubhouse that I was help opening called Seven, but like the other clubhouses that were at like the Native American Warrior areas in the in the whole entire golf club. So it's like a lot of them were like African, like Nigerian, and I'm like, why are they importing people from Africa to serve them? That's just so weird. Isn't that weird? Can we just stop? It's like, okay, Desert Mountain Club imports servers from Africa. Is that's just weird to me? And it's like, it's like this. It's okay. I've, I, I'm gonna get to the. I'm gonna get to the racism. I'm gonna get to the racism. Okay. So the staff, you know, is just typical. You know, we look good on the outside, but we're all misfits. Um, It was really cool. It was really cool. We all had to learn, like, no shit. Like, we all had to learn about alcohol. Um, I thought I knew things about alcohol, but no, we had to learn, like, the different types of tequilas, the different type of brands, the different price tiers. Like, I just basically became a bartender. So it's like, it helps, you know, because now I know what to order when I'm trying to, like, have a certain meeting or if I'm trying to get like a certain goal across, I will order something that I know sets a certain tone or like, I don't know. Alcohol is weird. It's this whole culture. So there's that. Um, 
we had to learn about the menu, of course. It was, it was like, let me see if I remember anything. The appetizers were like shishito peppers and like, I remember there was like fried cauliflower, cauliflower popcorn, something like that. And like, there was also like, um, let me just go through the whole menu real quick. There was a Wagyu burger called the Seven Burger where it was like Wagyu beef patty, but on the inside it was brisket. Oh my God, it was so fucking good. And then they had a dessert. They had one dessert in particular that had, it was like a lemon bar with blueberry compote and lychee jelly. It was the best fucking thing I've ever eaten. And like there was also a Russian... um white russian milkshake which had actual the actual ingredients for a white russian um and then there was um you know i i just i just picked out my favorite those are the only ones that matter and then um we learned the menu we learned how to be a sommelier which if you don't those of you who don't know what that is it's like the wine server like the really fancy one so we learned how to serve wine we learned how to order wine with people we learned how to present the wine open the bottle sample it to the person who ordered it and then blah 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 blah. start from left to right woman youngest woman it's, it's so this is what i don't like about like american etiquette it's like we try to it's like we model it after like different countries like i can tell we're trying to do a, Fr- a french thing the whole, like, young woman thing, I'm just, like, I think we're getting it confused with, like, a language. I don't know. So, we get hired as this whole new staff called the Seven Crew or the Seven Wait Staff because uh, the whole clubhouse is called Seven because it's not only the seventh, um, not only is it the seventh, I'm sorry, guys, my fucking laundry just went, and I'm, like, can this shit just stop? And, like, I didn't say anything, so I'm sorry. Shout out if you heard that. Like, I just, like, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So, like, sorry. sorry. I'm just, like, really embarrassed. I'm just, like, I told myself, I'm, like, okay, by the end of the summer, you're going to get a $500 million Spotify deal. And I'm, like, bet. So, this is how I present myself to the world is, like, a fucking washing machine buzzer. I knew it was going to happen, too. I, I knew it was going to happen. But this is, this is why you guys drag with me because... I'm not perfect. Rest in peace, young doll. I know this is not young doll. He's coming on later. Okay, okay. Just leave me alone. Leave me alone. Um, back to the clubhouse, the seventh clubhouse. It was called Seven. Blah blah blah. We had to unbox every single wine glass, every single plate, every single like fork, every single spoon, every every single thing. And then we had to set up all the tables. We had to mark the tables. Just like starting a whole restaurant from scratch. And like the, the contractor was also a member of the golf club. His name was Mr. Townley. And his contracting company was called M3. Like, M is in Mary, the number three. So, M3. That was his contracting company. And I remember, like, every time you saw Mr. Townley, you had to fill up a, 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 a glass of Perrier with ice and lime and a, and a straw. Not like the regular straw, but the straw that you put in coffee, like that skinny straw. And it's like, Mr. Townley, like, I just, I just, I just want to get like him. You know what I mean? Like you, you work so hard, you make all this money. And like, to, it's, like now that I've seen money, like I've been exposed to money and I'm just like, this is not money. I, I, I'm sorry. These people are living way beyond their means if they're living at this clubhouse. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's, that's, that's besides the point. Um, the outfits that they put us in were fucking atrocious. They were like, Aunt Jemima, like country pattern like it was just it was trying to be like a really like a fox concept restaurant type of uniform like a fox sam's restaurant like it it didn't work out i didn't like it (laughs) and then there was also this girl named moon m as in mary o-o-n as in nancy like moon like the like the moon at night her name was moon and according to her, she was Palestinian, but she really looked Israeli because she was like pale as hell and had blue eyes. So I was just like, okay. 
So she's Palestinian and um, she doesn't wear deodorant. I don't know if that's a Palestinian thing. If that's a Palestinian thing, I apologize. But like, she didn't wear neon and it was pretty dank. And it was the Arizona sun and we were in the desert in the golf club. So you can only imagine. And she would like have to carry and pick up stuff and bus tables. So you can only imagine how her lifting shit over her head. Like it was just ridiculous. And it's like over time, like every time I would pass by her during a shift, she'd be like, you're so beautiful. Like you're, you're lovely. Uh, like I just love your hair your skin is so amazing I'm like what is happening this is young Dolph okay I was like what is happening I was like what is happening and like I came to a point where we had to have a meeting with our boss I was like homegirl you need to stop flirting with me and she's like I'm like no don't you were like like, one of the stoppers... Okay, fucked up thing. Blip, back up. One of the stoppers died, like, all of a sudden. And I was really emotional about it because I'm still a baby. Sorry, I haven't experienced, like, direct death before. Like, none of my first immediate family has died yet. And I know that's coming. But, like, I haven't... That was the closest... Like, I just smoked a cigarette with that guy less than 12 hours ago. And you're telling me he's dead? Oh, my God. Like, it's too much, too much. So, like, I was really, like, impacted, and she used that moment to, like, hold my hand and to, like, I don't know, swaddle me like a baby. Like, I was just really distraught for, like, a good five minutes, and then, like, I was like, okay, get me out of here. So, like, she took that five minutes of me doing that, and she just ran with it. So, like, we had to have a meeting, and I was like, Moon, you need to get the fuck off me, okay? And then, so, she, that quickly ended, which which was good. So let me just define rich for you really quick. Um, When I talk about rich and I'm talking about this golf club, rich has levels. Okay, so there's there's poverty, there's a poverty line, there's right above the poverty line, and then there's a middle class. So right under the lower middle class, the bottom of the lower middle class and down to the bottom of the poverty line or down to the bottom of the poverty section is where most of us are. (laughs) The rest of the people Skip, like, the middle class and the upper middle class and the lower first class and the second half of first class. So starting in the bottom of the second half of first class all the way up to, like, I don't know, elite, oligarch, I don't know what you want to call it. There's a huge, not only is there a huge wealth divide, it's like the middle class is gone. And not only is the middle class gone, the first class is almost gone. So I want you to think about the richest person you can imagine, probably like Elon. He, it's all an illusion, guys. They dress in plain tees and jeans, but like you guys, like these people are oligarchs. They know they know what they're doing, like master manipulations. Think about how much scheming people do to get money. How much lying. How much like. I don't know. Think about with like, have you ever had to borrow money from someone and then you didn't tell the truth and then and then then I don't know. It's like these people. It's like how many people did did, did Elon lie to? You know what I mean? Like whose dick did he suck to get Tesla going? Like we don't know these things, but I'm just trying to tell you there's levels to this richness. And like if I were to put this on a scale, these people were definitely at the bottom of the first class. So to people like Elon Musk, these people that I served, they're poor as shit. Okay? It's like if Elon went shopping, like, and the tax that he paid for the amount of shopping he did, that's, that would equal their whole entire wealth of uh, his Elon shopping tax. <laughs> you know, the older I get, the more I'm like, I'm going to bust it wide open for Elon Musk. A bus is pussy so wide open for Elon Musk. Like, I just, I just want to go to Louis Vuitton shopping where He could buy me the entire Louis Vuitton. I will bust this shit wide open. I will bust my throat up and I will put another hole down my trachea. I don't give a shit. Wow, did I just say that? <laughs> All right. So just, just to get that clear, it's like they're rich, but not really. So, um... But they're definitely richer than me. I, I would say that. But I just, I just want, I just want to get you in the right mindset. Um. So it was definitely a lot of old money. There, the type of members that 
were there who lived there and who came to the clubhouses to buy food. See, I was a server, so, like, I worked in the food area. I wasn't, like, cleaning rooms or, like, babysitting or nannying or anything like that. Um, what would basically go down is, like, I trained in, like, a snack bar area so people could just pick up, like, like a grilled cheese, anything like a salmon, grilled salmon, uh, lasagna, like just whatever. It was like an all American restaurant. And, um, I would just work the cashier and just, you had to, the annoying, the most annoying thing about this job other than serving is having to remember everyone's last name and their faces. Oh my God. Y'all. It's like, you were expected to know these people's last names as they walked in. So let's say it's like you just started there. You, you know, you've been training because you're opening a new restaurant and then you meet the people for the first time. It's like you've only seen pictures of these people. And it's like, oh, hi, Mr. Uh, uh, Johnson. Hi, Mrs. Tawowich. Hi, Miss Stan, this is Stanley. Hi, Mrs. Johnson number two. Hi, Mrs. Johnson number four. You know what I mean? It's like, hi, Mr. Uh, 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 I, I don't even, I don't even, I can't even make up a last name because like it just went in one ear and out the other. And cause like once I was done, y'all, I was done. Let me, let me tell you how they did me. So it was like, it was opening day, right? And it's like every one of these members are extremely excited for the opening of a new clubhouse and a new restaurant, a new menu. You know, they're tired of going everywhere else and, and they have and oh by the way they had they had like mini golf like there was a new golf area to golf that was kind of like kind of like the big deal <laughs> kind of like the whole point and so they had new holes uh but there were mini golf holes so people wanted to have tea time so um uh so that's what we did we served food it was a, it was a clubhouse golf club so Everyone, I mean, everyone on that fucking mountain was at that clubhouse. And it was like, I had like 20 people drop the orders. Like, it's the first time we're using like these POS systems. And they're like supposed to be mobile. And we're supposed to use like a, a stylus. She, like, <laughs> the lady that was our boss, she was under so much pressure. I understand that. But like, she wanted things so perfect. They were so... She wanted our belt a certain color on a certain hole number. She wanted, like, we couldn't use our fingers. We had to use our stylus. We couldn't, we had, had to have our shirts a certain way. If we had to have our, it was just so, like, she tried to force something that was never there and that never could be, if that makes sense. Um, so, like, the first day was a mess. It's, like, all the, the cooks, it's, like, their first time making the food, like, on a, on, on the line, like, you know, like, consistently like oh shit another burger another carpaccio another dessert and dessert and dessert special item special item um and just having like the the having us as servers just freak out and like we had like water stations that like had to be filled with ice and water at all fucking times at all times and like like especially like we had to cover them from like bugs and stuff it was just it was so annoying and like, oh, I forgot about those fucking water stations, but like, yeah, so I was worked to the bone, basically what I'm trying to say. And, and like, I would look at my checks and like, I would make like over two grand, but like, I would take home like 1500. I'd be so mad. Like, cause, cause like you break your back, you literally break your back, your feet go numb. Okay. And then not only that, not only are you expected to do your job, which is kind of like Mission Impossible, it should have begin with, you are expected to create miracles. These people, these people are drunk 24-7. Okay, let's get into it. These members are drunk. A clubhouse pour is three ounces standard. So let's say, you know, me and you, we go to the bar. We're not, we're not clubhouse members. We go to the bar and we, we ask for a vodka like kettle one and some and some soda so they give us kettle one which is going to be like probably an ounce and a half maybe two ounces depending on where you are at and then you know that's it so it's like and, and then you pay like the standard like what like nine bucks 
So, like, at the clubhouse, they try to make things, like, a little more comfortable for the members. Like, since they paid all that money, they just give them, like, a regular price of a cocktail like you would find in the city, like a $9 cocktail, but it would come with three ounces of alcohol. So, it's, like, they would have two cocktails, but in reality, it's, like, six shots. But it was just two cocktails. It's, like, anything to hide their destructive behavior, they were there for it. And I was here for it, too. It's, like, once I got the hang of, you know, like, the menu and the names and the staff and just, like... The drive there and just adjusting, I guess. Um, and working in the mornings, I would say. Because it was just breakfast, it was easygoing. And, like, you know, the, the women were really nice. I mean, not all of them. I'd say, like, a good 20% were really nice. The rest were just bitches. They were just bitches. And I could just never understood why. But, like, as I go on, it's like, number one, they don't like that a bunch of 21-year-olds are walking around with food and alcohol in front of their husbands. They don't like that. Number two, it's like they're so stressed out about money, their career, their marriage, their parents that are dying. They're so stressed out about something. And then it's like they look gorgeous. All of the women look gorgeous. Like Even if they're like 45 to 75, they're all drop-dead gorgeous. I don't care if they have, like, wrinkles or something. They're all gorgeous. Do you guys remember Dr. Phil's wife? Um, fuck, what's her name? I forgot her name, but she is gorgeous. Think of, like, that, but, like, everywhere. I'm like, these ladies had, like, uh, uh, fake teeth. What do you, what do you call them? Were they, were they, uh, veneers? They had veneers, and, like, they were really white, and, like, it didn't matter if their hair was blonde or brown or whatever. There was no gray hair in sight. It's like their makeup was just like I don't know what kind of mascara they were wearing, but like all of their mas- all of their eyelashes were separated. It was just beautiful. It was extremely beautiful. And it's like, you know, Mrs. 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 Zelsky, you can fucking be mean to me all you want, but you're just beautiful. <laughs> so these people drink way too much. They're racist. Um, there was this one gentleman I served. He was a white man. And then, like, he asked me what my nationality was. So I, I didn't lie, and I should have. So I told him I was half native and half black. And then he was like, oh, a tribe. And I'm like, oh, fuck. So, like, I told him the tribe. And then he, he makes it a point to tell me that his father had control over a certain tribe's fund. And, like, in my head, I'm like, that's a total lie because it's about the president of the tribe or sovereign nation. So, like, that's, that's... He's trying to, like, intimidate me. You know what I mean? And then he looked me in the eye. Like, he pulled me closer. Like, he had a, He must have been, like, 62. But, like, he pulled me closer and he, like, looked me in the eye and he's like, I'm, I'm part Cherokee. And I looked him in the eye and he was looking me in the eye. And I can tell he was looking for, like, fear or something. And I looked at him and I'm like, that's lovely. And then he just left me alone. But, like, that incident... The names of the clubhouses being Native Warriors, the African servers that were flown in from Africa specifically to serve at this mountain. Um, By the way, one of the servers from Africa died and they totally covered up the death. But you didn't hear that from me. Um, You know, like everyone, like you see everyone, like the longer you work there, it's like you are probably more than likely going to work in an event, like a a banquet. Like, let's say, like, someone's birthday party or if there's, like, a wedding reception. It'll mostly be at the mountain, and, like, the mountain will provide catering, a.k.a. us as a staff as well, and, like, we'll put a bar outside, like a mobile bar, and we'll play games and we'll dance till the fucking sun comes up. And it's a fun time, and it's a lot of nice food. And we get to eat the food once they get to leave, so it's nice. Um... Until the end of time, tell me, girl, you'll always be mine. Okay, sorry. Please don't go, girl. Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm being attacked by, like, an animal in my apartment. Like, there is, like, a... I've been bit. I'm feral. I've been bit by, um... Something. Something that is taking its revenge out on me. I don't know why. But it's uh, it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad, guys. 
back to the racism, it's like all the white staff were just treated like angels and they would they would they would like kiss them on the neck and just all kinds of ridiculous shit. And like they had names like Hannah and Rebecca. Shout out to Hannah and Rebecca though. They they're real girls and they, they helped me out. Um if there are any lesbian vibes, like I totally missed it. And my bad. My bad. Oh, and Stephanie. Shout out to Stephanie. Uh, don't know your married last name, but shout out to Stephanie. Um, the wives, you guys, I know they were gorgeous and all, but they were totally miserable. They all hated each other, especially like the newer and younger the wife was in the club. The, the worse they treated her. And it's like you can always tell like which young wife is being cheated on the most because she's like the bitchiest and like you can just you can just tell like you can just tell who's having problems in their marriage because they come to the clubhouse and like they just look like they just like been crying all day and like you know they have all this money all these accounts and they just they just they just put it up on the table and they go what now like i'm not happy my kids like uh, and i'm just like you don't even take care of your fucking kids because let me tell you something about these kids they are so well-mannered and they eat healthy. They will order. They, they don't even have to like be told what to order. They can look at the menu and be like, okay, so like, I'll get like one kid's order. And this is not uncommon. The kid will be like, hey, can I get an ice water? Ice bottle water with grilled salmon. Can I have that cooked lean, please? And boiled veggies, boiled mixed veggies. And that is all. No salt, please. And I'm just like, okay. Are you human? And I look at their mom. She's like, fucking, like, two balls of Chardonnay deep. She's just looking at me like, get another one. And I'm like, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> and, like, how these people pay is, like, they have a member number. So, like, it's, like, basically, like, a pin number to where it's, like, it's like, let's pretend it's like a regular restaurant and like I'm, I'm, I got their quote unquote debit card and I'm ready to check them out and drop off the receipt. But instead of putting in a credit card, I put in a member number and, you know, it charges their account um, with, the, with the golf club. So they really just like, they, 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 some of them look at the, look at the receipt like, oh my God, oh my God. I'm like, shut the fuck up. You, like, shut the fuck up. This is your least... Like, you can find how much you spent today. You can find that on the bottom of your car. Like, some of these people were just, like, so dramatic about their money. Like, I mean, well, yeah, yeah, I'd be dramatic about their money. But some of them were just so, like... Like, one time this guy, like, requested a good server. So I got picked to be a server. I know, I know I sound like a pick-me. I know I sound like... I'm not like these other girls But I got... There was, there was some of others. There's multiple of us but like i got picked to serve this table and this table only for the night and i was already being tipped automatically like the tip was already coming out of the tab um so i didn't really care about like people leaving me cash because it was already coming out automatically uh so he comes to me after dinner and he hands me well he gives me a handshake and i could feel something and i'm like oh is this gum or cash and it was cash you guys, tell me why it was $20. And, like, he winked at me all throughout dinner. And he would blow kisses all throughout dinner. And, and like, he was some English. I think he was an anchor from the BBC. If there's a bald anchor in the UK who makes wacky suits, wacky, colorful pattern suits, then that's who I served. And he gave me $20 extra in cash. And he thought that was something. And I'm just like, I make more at a fucking Applebee's, sir. Like, I just, I, I could not understand. And, like, these people, it's like, it was rumored. You, you just ha- you just heard rumors, like, what what is their job? You know, we some of us would whisper around, like, oh, Mrs. So-and-so owns this baseball team. And now that I look back, I'm like, they, they don't have, they didn't have that much money. They didn't have that much money. See, me, 
when I look at rich now, I think, okay, like, okay, half a half a billion, you know, at least 500 million. Like, that's, 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 that's where I start thinking someone is rich is like $500 million. That, that's my threshold. Anything other than that, it's like taxes could screw you over. You know, the stock market can crash. And then there you go. Cause like when people have like that much money in their balance, it's not all cash. So it's just like, I don't know. Things are tied up in assets and like, different 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 things and some things can't be accessed for a certain amount of years so it's just like it's all an illusion sometimes people's wealth people live beyond their means and people appear to have more than they really do um it's true for the rich you you guys like even poor people do it but it's like everyone's trying to keep up with the oligarchs there's no such thing as the joneses it's always been the oligarchs the people with the most money it's like how would you want to bet like Elon Musk and Grimes are like the next Epstein and uh, 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 Elaine Maxwell? Something is not right about that fucking couple. Something's not right about that couple. And we, and we all know it. <laughs> Back to the clubhouse. One day I was serving like back to back to back and like my shift ended and you guys know when your shift ends you have to do side work so i i was like my shift ended she just gave me a table after this table i have to do side work so after after i got at that table right before i had to like stop and do side work because my shift ended so i thought she seats me like a party of eight and i lost it and i walked the fuck out and i was like i quit i quit like, I don't want to be a part of this team. Like, I don't want... I'm overworked. Like, I, I, just, I don't want to serve the members anymore. Like, I'm tired of it. And, like... They were really disappointed in how I left. I don't give a fuck. It's just, like... Mm. But, they don't... They, the people with money, they're not happy. And, like, I know that's cliche. And I know people say, like, money can't buy happiness. And it, it can. But I think there's this, this, there's an assumption that life doesn't happen if anymore if you're rich because i don't know if you guys notice life kind of sucks and life kind of likes to knock people in the face when everything seems to be going all right they tend to like pull the rug on from under them that that's what life does you know it builds character um they still have to deal with life you guys and life isn't fun no matter how much money you have no matter how much money you don't have life isn't fun for too long so dude i've seen like these people like not cry but like you know like they're not gonna they were definitely showing signs of vulnerability and like in some spaces vulnerability can be taken as um moments of weakness and people don't want to be seen as weak um especially i would guess like people like this high profile people people who employ others who are high earning high wealth generating people um they another thing that i want you to to know you guys is that none of them were close to my age none none so that let me know i got a lot of work to do and i'm still young and have a lot of time and to just take care of myself and stay safe drive stay 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 out of crazy situations you know and learn how to protect myself and stay healthy and focus and just keep going because and stay consistent with whatever you're focused on whether it's a career or side thing or both or a family um these people were like 55 and beyond no nothing under and if, and if you were under that, then you were probably marrying into the family or you were like one-off, some one-off tech genius, you know? So, like, there was nobody there that was like 30, 35, 40, 45, 29, no. Nobody that, that young was affording a house and that membership and that kind of lifestyle. Uh, nobody. So... It gave me, like, a little bit of hope. Like, okay, I still have time to, like, you know, like, um, get rich or die trying. Um, Because that's really where we're at. The type of 
well, we all know capitalism is a given, but like with the way the numbers are pinched right now, like I guys, I'm 20, supposed to turn 27. My first job was a minimum wage job at Hot Topic. I got paid $7.35 an hour. Tell me why that's the same rate of minimum wage. Like, <laughs> like a decade later, inflation's really up. Like we're being gaslit. It's like I am like none of us are like banding together to ask for more money. Like we'd rather create a subreddit to like not work. But it's like, why aren't we asking for more money? I don't know. Yes, this is Kyoto Instrumental by Young Lean. In case you were wondering. The husbands are mainly the breadwinners. Some of the wives were divorcees from other divorces and that's how they got their fortune and they came into the club that way. There's a lot of widows. There was, uh, yeah, basically those, those type of things. The women had all of the latest purses. Like, let's say, for example, I would like, go on Louis Vuitton.com and I would dream about which purse I wanted. I would go to work the next day and then I would see those women with those purses, those $6,000, $10,000, $15,000 purses. And I'm just like, well, fuck me. Fuck me. At that time, how much money I was making, it would take me eight months to make like 15 grand and like all that went to like rent credit cards and all that to live off of. And I'm just like, we live in the richest fucking country in the world. And like these people have, you know, they don't have a lot compared to like Elon Musk, but like Elon Musk has so much money, he can give us each $30 million and he'll be fine. The least he can do is a million, and it's like they, 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 all of them. Like it's just like, what good is being rich if everyone can have it? That's the good thing about being rich. It's not that having nice stuff feels nice and looks nice, and is nice, but it's the fact that you, out of billions, you're basically like a handful out of billions of people that get to experience it. And it's not about hard work pays off. It's about indulgence. It's about being above others. It's about classism. It's about, I make more money than you and I am better than you because of that. That's how it is, guys. Seriously. Make no mistake, every time I walked by a table, every time I said, thank you, Mr. Mrs., the exchange of your poor was given to me. And and I walked by and it was just a constant reminder of you're poor, you're black, you're Navajo. It wasn't like me as an individual, but like me, like as a... I guess as a as a as a point on a on a scale somewhere, because like once you, I mean, I don't want to get too much into arguing about institutional this, institutional that. I don't really know how to even break that down if those are the right words. But it's just like, you know, we can't deny slavery and the genocide of Native people, and those are my ancestral roots. Um, equally. Um, and it's hard for me to walk into a room full of rich people that are all white and serve them food. Sorry. It's a little awkward, given history context, historical context. Uh, one thing I did enjoy was attention from people's husbands because it would just... It was just my way of just like, huh, like, it doesn't matter if you're white. It doesn't matter if you're rich. It doesn't matter if you're the mother of their children. They would leave you today for a young piece of ass, for a 20-year-old, for a 23-year-old. They will leave you right now. And, like, they would they would, they would, would know it. And, like, their, their husband would be like, well, look at you. Like, yeah. And they would order all this alcohol and just be like, you are beautiful. You are so beautiful. Like, they would just go on and on and on. And then you just soak it up. And their wives are just like talking about god knows what talking about target talking about 
God knows fucking what, their autistic daughter or something. These wives had no fucking filter, okay? They had no filter. It'd be like 11 a.m. They wear sunglasses while it's raining. I'm like, why are you guys wearing sunglasses while it's raining? And I don't know how much energy these fucking 65-year-olds had to get up and go get drunk. And I'm just like, can you guys just die? Can you all die? Like, the frustration of seeing boomers. Let's take the race out of it. Let's take the money out of it. There's a bunch of entitled boomers who ruined the whole country just all on the fucking top of the mountains with all this money and all this endless staff and all this alcohol. And it's like, how, it's like, how do you get all this delivery of alcohol way out in the desert? Just nuts. Just nuts. And like, that is... Like, if this is the bottom of the first... If this is the bottom of the mid first class, like I said earlier, then I don't even want to know what the what the top of the first class looks like, or the bottom of the of elites, and then, then the bottom of the oligarchy reign. Make no mistake, I hope one day to reach oligarch status, but like, I don't know, I, I don't know, I don't know how many years I have left, and it's it's in God's hands, so. About to happen by now, probably won't. It's funny because, like, when I did uh, events like Mother's Day and like uh, Fourth of July and like stuff like that, um, that's when the young ones come out. Um, like the the daughters of the, of the couples, like their older daughters that are like twenty seven, they're coming back from college or blah blah blah. Um, go, you know, they go to NYU or, or like Cambridge or something stupid and they come back and then they're all, oh, I'm gonna go to daddy's, uh, golf, golf club property, daddy. And then, um, so they come and then like, it's, it's, it's so sad to see a lot of women just tear down each other because of how younger or more attractive one looks over the other and it's just so sad and what's even sadder you guys is that a lot of these couples they fuck each other they pass each other around and it's like i found out the hard way because it's like they booked a table and it was a random celebration they just booked a table for like 50 and then it was like we knew where we knew what couples were coming so we're like okay let's seat them according to how they arrive so like they arrived you know, sporadically, and we're like, okay, they they they've they've have seated, so we started like labeling and taking orders according to like their last names, and like we put their member numbers next to their last names, so that when we would go to the POS systems and put in the food, the food would come out and be given to the right person. This is how a restaurant works. Um, yeah, they they immediately once they sat down, they immediately switched husbands. It was like, okay, you across, we were switching wives, you sort of, it was weird. Because all of a sudden, like, Mrs. Johnson was with Mr. Smith, and Mrs. Smith was with Mr. Johnson, and they were kissing, and they were slapping butts, and they were flicking titties, and, 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 and putting, and, like, pretending to, like, give fellatio. It was just weird. It was weird. It was so weird, and they were like, they learn my name. They're like, give me another one, sweetheart. And I'm just like, no. can we not? Can we not? Can we, can we not do this? They smoke weed. It's funny because it's like the moms are trying to like figure out which of the staff does drugs. So they're just kind of like, uh, maybe we should ask that one. Maybe. And then like how they kind of fish for it is like, they'll, they'll, they'll like talk about it. Like this one, well, this one mom, I forgot her name. I was uh, picking up the finished uh, food, you know, like the, the the plates and stuff. So I was picking it up, and she's like, "Yeah, like, do you know any dispensaries around here?" And I'm just like, "There's, there's one over there." And she's like, "Oh, that one, that one's I don't like that one." And I was just like, oh, "I can't help you because I'm like, I'm not buying drugs and bringing it back to the fucking no, no, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that." Even though they probably give me a shitload of money to do it. And that's another thing. It's like, if they really liked you, they would hire you for stuff on the side. Like, can you babysit my kids? Can you watch my house? Can you, can you do this? Can you do that? Like, and they would get paid like 
so much money, so much money. And then like there were a lot of girls who got offered to be like sugar, sugar babies to like the males. And like, I was just like, oh, God damn. So I just want to quickly talk about how like, you know, I was only there for a few months, but like. Being around that type of money, even though, like, in the grand scheme of things, the way I think about money, it's on the, it's it's slower than where people probably would think. Um, It taught me how to spot someone with, with a substantial amount of wealth. It taught me how to act. It taught, like, if you have, like, you got to move a certain way when you, when you, when you have a lot of money, like, you can't. Like, you dress a certain way. Your hygiene is, uh, is tip-top shape. You, the way you communicate, the way you communicate with your hands, your timing of your breath. You speak different languages. Like, you're so respectful to everybody. Uh, you know how to uh, lead a conversation. It's like, these people have traits that normal people don't have. And there is, there is a sense of the have and the have-nots of why some of us are poor some of us are rich a lot of it is gatekeeping a lot of it is fraud a lot of it is crime but uh, uh, there is a lot of it that is true to the american dream is pure and there's very few but like they, they are there um they come a dime a dozen i'm just kidding they don't come a dime a dozen they come like a penny a dozen but like if if people want to like but fake it till they make it it's like buying expensive clothes or trying to position yourself for a certain career like you have to you only have so much time on life for earth right on on, in your life and and you need so much resources it's like like maneuver yourself position yourself but like i can't even say that because a lot of a lot of these people get their money from their parents and it's passed on and passed on. And it's like, I don't know which generation I'm looking at. You know, this guy may be 38, but was it his great grand grandpa's house that sold for like 50 million because it wasn't a historical spot? Like, I just, you don't know. And like, I like to pacify myself and maybe the masses and maybe what I said the past two minutes was just a big pacify of knowing that the world isn't fair. And that although I work so hard and you work so hard and we all work so hard. There's people out there that make millions and billions and they don't work as half as much as we do. And we like to lie and convince ourselves that they're some type of genius or they, they're God given or whatever. But the truth is the world isn't fucking fair and I'm going to end on that note. Thank you so much everyone for listening to the Manicandis podcast finale of season two we are starting strong on sunday so tomorrow for season three of the manicanis podcast let's fucking go i'm so excited good night good morning good evening good afternoon i will see you next time lovey bye-bye